podcast has changed my life. Shine, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny! Will Smith apologizes to Chris Rock and Oscar viewers for slapping comedians. <laughs> Did you see this? This is. Did you see this? You Tom? texted me being like, have you seen this? Like 20 minutes after it happened. I don't think there's ever been a darkest, darker day for comedy than this day. For a, for a comedian. We're, we're at war. We're at war with actors. We are at war. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, we're not only at war, it's like, we're always used as a pawn in the culture war, but now yes. it's gone to another level <laughs> yes. where it's not even... Cultural, it's like about respect and defending yourself. I asked my dad about it. I'm like, did you see this Chris Rock thing? And he said the only thing wrong with Will Smith was that he didn't use a closed fist. Oh, my God. Men are crazy. (laughs) This is my... Psycho. Alpha men are so nuts. It is weird that already, yeah, we are pawns in culture wars because there is, I suppose, as progressivism increases culturally... Comedians are some people, they're often just like an example of someone that says something problematic or something as a kind of, I suppose it gets clicks, but it also is a way for people to discuss the new cultural issue. It's a way for everyone to figure out where they stand with it. But like comedians are used as like the entry point, even though we're like, what, 0.01% of the population. Like there's not that much comedy, particularly in Australia. It's like the ratio of how much we're in the news for how many people who come to fucking shows is... It's already wild. It's because we're the only ones dumb enough to actually just speak out loud. Yes, and publicly. Now it's like, yeah. Totally. But also, the thing that I don't think anyone's spoken about this whole Chris Rock thing is that, like, he wouldn't have even written that joke. Like, someone, he would have had a writer that wrote <laughs> yeah, that joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who's this writer that's just being like, glad he took the heat for that? <laughs> oh, one? my God. Can I, I mean, I've, yeah, had a bunch of jobs where I'm writing monologues for people. And then you go out and I'll, and I'll watch. Um, I mean, the one that was most consistent was on that show Tonightly, where, like, I would help mm. with... Um... Oh, sorry, I might... Hang on, I'll close the door behind me. Plane, plane, plane. Yeah, I used to help Ballard with his... You know, I was one of the writers, and I would help him write his um, monologue. And pretty much every night I'd go and watch, because it's fun seeing which of your jokes go well and which of them go badly. But like, yeah, and so like exactly. when they get a laugh, you're like, yes, that one got a laugh. But like, if one gets someone stands up, one of the most famous men on the planet <laughs> stands up, marches towards the guy that you wrote the joke for, slaps him in the face in maybe the most disrespectful act I've ever seen in my entire life, and then struts back to his in seat. the middle of the most <laughs> prestigious, prestigious event. like award thing, not even award thing, maybe just event. Like yeah. the Academy Awards might be the most prestigious event. In the world, and he walks on stage, slaps <laughs> the guy. I like the idea that the writer, the guy in the yeah. writer's room, because sometimes I've done this as well, you have to like fight for the joke. As yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. Like the host or whoever's delivering, I'll be like, I don't know about that one. You're like, trust yeah. me. This 20 is minutes earlier, he's well. like, G.I. Jane 2. I know it's from the 80s, but it says staying power. People remember it. Okay. What, name another bold reference. What are we doing? Stewie from Family Guy? Come on. G.I. Jane 2. And it's not very insulting. It was played by Demi Moore. She's an attractive lady. It's perfect. Exactly. She's so hot. Yes. <laughs> She'll take and, it as yeah, a and then just watching it go... Because at worst, you're going to think, no laughter, maybe a boo, maybe a boo. Mm. That's as bad as it's going to get. You don't mm. think an assault. You really don't <laughs> think an assault. 
<laughs> yeah, think of the writers. It's writers versus comedians versus actors. It is crazy. It is like an English essay or like a cultural studies essay when you're like in year 11, I feel like. Because it's... I remember... Did you learn about lenses through which to analyse stuff in English in school? Oh, a lens. I still talk about lenses. You know? like, it depends what lens you look Exactly. In, There's a feminist that, lens. so often. Yeah. There's an alpha dog lens, which I feel like... There's so many lenses. Um, I feel like that alpha dog lens... <laughs> is one that hasn't been talked about enough as well. I think that this event... So there's a first... I think it's very historically significant. One thing is it's the beginning of the end for comedians. We're done. <laughs> do, do you think there's going to be more physical no, violence? Dude, it's just the beginning. In like a normal comedy club? Well, I've, I've, ex- I've seen it once when I've done stand-up, yeah. but it was on like Rottnest Island and yeah. it was the gig was already... It was more of a pub brawl as opposed... Yeah. But I don't think... No, you've got to put in context it's how specific it was. Yeah. He's made the joke in front of his wife. Oh, but you are right, because I do crowd work all the time, and I'm like, totally. you guys should break up. Absolutely. And, and if the Oscars, it's famously that's what happens me. as well. They're, ce- they're celebrity millionaires. They're some it's of the most roast. powerful people in the, on the planet. I will say it's not as roasty as like those Comedy Central roasts, and not even as much as the Golden Globes, because it is a classy affair, usually, the Oscars. So the jokes aren't mm. crazy uh, offensive usually and to be fair like this the chris rock one wasn't great and probably you know a bit like bad taste but um when you're sitting in the front you're kind of consenting to some degree to some amount of ribbing i would say it certainly wouldn't be surprising i would say ribbing is the right word that's what the kind of host host role Mm. i guess he overstood the mark but you know what the classy thing would have been to do if Mm. you were will smith um is to bottle that feeling and go home and never talk about it again. No, it would be to... Um, and then just slowly, just stage. over the course of the next three decades, take it out on your children in small, subtle ways by ignoring <laughs> exactly. them. Exactly. Take it out on Willow. <laughs> in, their, in their life. <laughs> like an Australian. How about you um, fucking deal with this like an Australian yes, man? Exactly. Not an American man. Outlandish, speaks their mind. No, bottle it up well. I would have copped it and then looked over to my girlfriend, who in this scenario is bald, mm. and she would have said, we'll talk about this when we get home, and then that's how the whole situation would have ended. <laughs> totally. No, Will Smith I saw should have a, walked sorry, on stage. I saw a comment that said, if he wanted to support Jada, he should have just held her hand and said, oh, I think you're beautiful, love, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm like, that's a bit... Okay. That's like a cuck yeah, okay. Like, I'm more of an alpha than that. Yeah. But he could have walked up and just whispered in Chris Rock's ear and said, get your my wife's name out yes, of your fucking... Yes, totally. I think there's... I think we could be here all day if we listed the more appropriate ways that Will Smith could have found. <laughs> Imagine if he walked up and whispered in his ear, mate, I thought that was fucking hilarious. That's why I originally laughed at the joke. But um, clearly... Yeah. But then seeing like Jada, it, so. I think in hindsight, mate, <laughs> if you could just apologise to... Yeah, exactly. We're also being filmed. <laughs> exactly. I'd love to punch you, but I, I just... I think that would be inappropriate. But it's crazy watching the world go into meltdown yeah. over it. Like, and everyone, and because it, it looked, I've been slow mowing the slap because mm. I still thought up until he apologized today, mm. it could have been a bit. Well, this is the trouble. Crazy and this bit. is why, because I've been really confronted by how people have reacted to it because there's been way more pro Will Smith people than I thought. Um, it's crazy. There's a lot he of. A man. Totally. I think it's a lot of like Twitter nerdy people who are like, 
like to imagine that they would also do the same thing you know what i mean so they're playing out a fantasy where they're tough as well and they're like yeah talk shit get hit it's like have you ever been hit i feel like yeah but they're but they're but they're they're not the people that get hit yeah it's like it's crazy that i saw someone being like as a my wife is bald so i say go off king will smith Mm. and i'm like what are you talking about like that's not an appropriate (laughs) form of action like what you can't it's it's not a movie it's like a real event like if that happened at your 40th it would be it would be carnage totally i think that's the other thing that people kind of maybe can't separate reality from fiction in that way I think one thing is they, because these are celebrities, they kind of don't think it's real. They don't appreciate that physical violence actually, like it would have hurt or something because they're thinking about it in kind of Mm. like a hyper real way because it's on TV and the people involved are so famous. But also I think the impact of it was kind of minimized by the fact that no one was sure whether it was real. Like everyone was watching it kind of being like, oh, is that fake? Waiting for that. So those original first few moments, you're not like, oh, whoa, is Chris all right? You're like, is Chris acting? You know? Well, because he took it too well. That's the other. There's so many points to discuss. But he, took he took that hands slap. behind the back, unbelievably, just with a well. fucking grin. He just ate the slap. It was like a boxer just copying totally. it. Totally. And then he was ready. And then he's up. And now he's already. Def- he's, then he starts talking back. And he's like, it's a GI Jane joke. Like, he's already. Def- I would have been on the ground. It was a hard slap. Yeah, I would have been like, you hit me. <laughs> yeah. It was so hard. Totally. In my mind. The guy who played Muhammad Ali in a movie. He trained for 10 months to play Muhammad Ali. <laughs> he did. Oh, I feel like that's kind of what you do, though, because. You do see bits where people rush the stage or something at these events quite often. And I've, I was thinking, like, if it's me, you make the joke, you see, then you're, you're a bit aware that it's maybe too far. And so you, you kind of would be looking at the people that you're talking about to see how they reacted. And then all of a sudden he's marching towards you. In your mind, I think you'd just be like, yeah, look, this is Will Smith. He's an actor. He gets entertainment. Whatever he's got planned coming up here, it's like his move next. Like, he's got to decide what this, sure. what this bit looks like. That's what I think I'd be thinking. So I think I would be like, all right, what's the move? And then for the sl- I'd be so surprised. The slap in the face, you'd be like, what? Oh, fuck. It's actually like the fuming. <laughs> what? Here? That's crazy. It's just actually Not crazy. here. Of all places, you're going to... It is like you can't... It's like I know it's that? like there's more important things going on yeah. in the world. Like a lot of people are like, um, today 12,000 people died in the Ukraine. I'm like, yeah, but Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the fucking Academy Awards. <laughs> we grew up with these people. Wars have happened. Since I was Wars 10, have I've known both history. of these guys. <laughs> and like... I, th- I thought they'd be buddies as well. I reckon, I mean, th- that's I think a big part of what has like shaped this for me because I've been thinking about the lenses that are most relevant for me. And I feel like one is the comedian lens of like, you obviously you put yourself in the shoes of the guy that's doing a bit. Uh, even if you don't necessarily agree with yeah. what he said, you're like, that's not an excuse to escalate it to just bitch slapping someone in front of the world. Like it's so are we saying that. Cause now we're, we're scared for our, like I'm scared now that someone might walk on stage and hit me. Are you really? Yeah. I feel like I've, I think well, that's also what happens with these conversations is that on places like Twitter, you see people uh, reacting. And then if people certain if a bunch of people react in certain ways too much, then you see that and you kind of try to correct the other way. So I originally did wonder that, but then I've seen too many comedians too scared of like, oh my God, I'm not safe. And now I'm like, oh, fucking get over it. No, only in the context of like not doing normal jokes, but in the context of talking to people in the yeah. room. I think that is the situation now. 
Well, I mean, maybe not. Like, it would be psycho. Because, like, if that happened at a normal stand-up gig, there would be, like, a partner there screaming at the boyfriend for hitting. Like, it would be mortifying. Yeah. Wouldn't it? For it would be, absolutely. partner to go on stage. Like, Jada can't be stoked with Will Smith right now. Well, it's... I reckon she would be annoyed at it's him. It's fucking brutish behaviour. It's like you... you it's as adults you're meant to regulate your emotions and not engage in violence it's like basic shit and this that's the other the interesting thing about the support that you've seen for it because it's like we're at this time in where there's so much conversation about toxic masculinity but then there's also other conversations about yeah like she has a disability i mean it's technically not a disability it just means you go bald but alopecia alopecia it's not a yeah. medical dis- disability it just means you go bald which is no good but it's like it's not it's not a disability but it is a medical condition it is a medical condition which yeah she can't change so you uh you shouldn't make fun of it i suppose um but yeah that's not but if you look at the the, the, the feminist lens mm. it then becomes an issue of like you know, degrading women and their standard yeah, of beauty that women, talking about a woman's are maybe beauty, upheld to. Exactly. Plus, add some medical condition in there. And then plus the narrative now around, like, free speech. I think people are kind of over comedians making edgy jokes. That's just a bit passe now. Like, add all those together. And now people are pro, like, the most toxic masculinity event I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Just a man. Not only the slap. The slap wasn't the craziest thing for me. It was the sitting down and being like, Keep my fucking wife's name out of my. It's like Dude, just the that most was alpha. Aggressive. It's like a psycho millionaire celebrity who's been famous since he was a teenager, who's just like so crazy with power. It was like a king in like a Shakespeare play or something, screaming. And, and because he was sat up front, it was like so. It was exactly. like he was performing for the king. It was like a jester just in like, front of the king, exactly. and then the king didn't like it, so the king went up and slapped him exactly. and yelled. It's like hard to know whether he did care about it or he did like the idea. Maybe he was just overcome with that much rage and then did it and saw red. Because, I mean, I think no one could have that little critical thought to not know what they were, the ramifications of what they were doing, slapping someone, yeah. knowing the entire world will see it. I feel like that's your job, though, particularly if you're at an event, but also just at any time, is to regulate your emotions. That's like, yeah. I'd, that's why I don't like this rhetoric around you're not responsible for for someone how it's for how someone else makes you feel based on what they say it's like you're you're not responsible for how you feel always but you're you're responsible for how you act on how you feel and so like he's responsible for not being uh violent and it is curious what how angry he was like he laughed originally i mean it's classic i think you just feel obligated to stand up for for your wife like and, and that's like the, a masculine thing you know, like I've got to stand up for my wife but he also did a fucking lame strut when he walked back to his chair which was like yeah that's he thinks why he's, he kind of looked like a joke he thinks he's being cool like he just feel yeah he was as Denzel said to him it's like the when you're at your highest that when that's when the <laughs> you devils there? come you next as Den- <laughs> did you hear that quote is that what Denzel, Denzel said? apparently said to him when you're at your highest no. that's when the devils arrive uh, and he was probably did know he was going to fucking guys talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you had just been in a fight, I would not come up to you and say <laughs> the harder, the higher you saw, Tom, the harder you will fall. <laughs> Thou doth protest like, against Dude. the gods and the wind may shine against the victor. <laughs> It's like, oh man, can you just I'd be like, get I'd me be a like, power he's not fucking worth it, dude. Calm down. <laughs> but like, I feel like, yeah, he would have been so hyped up of. Uh, like he's, he's going to win his first Oscar, 
um, all the attention. I think he's all, there's also this background of like, he's in an open relationship and has copped shit for that. I think lots of people have been making fun of him for his totally. wife sleeping with different people, which maybe he feels sensitive about. Are they still open? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, that's the other thing for me is I just don't like Will Smith that much. Like he's corny. He's like this psycho actor guy. Whereas Chris Rock is like a, I don't know. He's a bit better well, at Chris least. Chris Rock's one of our guys. Yeah. But that's what, I, that's the other, one of the other fallouts I've seen. And I was on Twitter yesterday for the first time, like solidly for yeah. like. There's, I've never seen more opinions in more different directions in my life. It was so overwhelming. Totally. But I thought, and I know, like, comedy is splintered now, mm. but I thought there was some part of it being like, we've got a, yeah. we're all going to be team Chris Rock. Totally. I thought we'd all be team Chris We've all told a bad joke. No. And it hasn't gone well. But I can't believe how many people turned on Chris Like, people are writing articles. Totally. Well, I suppose in America, the, the comedy community is so splintered between people who, like, are like, I say what I want and I'm a bad boy. And then on the other side, like, yeah, it's no, more that's, extreme, that's, totally. that's bad. You shouldn't say anything um, that offends anyone. And it's like, you can't, there's nothing in the middle, it seems. So, yeah, all the people that were like pro offense were like pro Chris Rock, which is weird because they're more the kind of like fighty guys. They're the, that's a more, the more masculine. So they were anti the masculine slap. And then the more kind of like progressive, like, oh, no, we shouldn't offend anyone, kind of like soft yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of people. They were pro the slap. So it was all... It's like the cognitive everyone was dissonance. on the wrong side. Actually, everyone was on the wrong side. But I feel like the most, I suppose, relevant component to what happened is just like what celebrity and power does to a man. I, I feel like the confidence to not... Because I just personally don't love alpha fucking flexing um, anger or like... Argy-bargy bullshit much I find it all a bit boring And kind of mm. sickening When it gets violent Not sickening with a slap I wouldn't call a slap sickening Bit funny <laughs> Let's be honest um, so but, you That know, is the you... other thing That was not A, a closed fist It's a whole different Yeah, like whole yeah. Different <laughs> <laughs> But I think some people as well Have been kind of Minimising how humiliating Being slapped in the face is It's like spinning on someone Or something It's like if a man comes up and just slaps you in the face, it's like fucking hell. like that's it's emasculating oh, it's crazy. in a crazy way, particularly well, on TV in front of everyone. What's Chris Rock going to ruin... do? No, nah, no, nah, it'll be fine. It would ruin an actor's career, but like Chris Rock in particular, he will open his next special and he'll just be like, "I mean, yeah. I got slapped." <laughs> we'll see. He'll just keep saying it over yeah. and over. <laughs> I suppose I got motherfucking slapped by know. Chris Rock. I don't know. I think he. I mean, he looks. That's another thing that I didn't like about it. He looked so sheepish, and he was kind of. Uh, he was like apologizing. He was like, "Dude, calm." He's like, "Okay, I won't." And he was I'll saying stop. incorrect words and stuff. He kept saying, "Oh, this next documentary." I he mean, was this concussed. Next... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, use your words, mate. Nah, but like, yeah, I, I, it did affect him. Obviously, <laughs> maybe it was just the physical force. But I, I do worry that he would feel a bit kind of emasculated, basically. And like what The other thing is All those jokes Would have been cleared By the Academy as well mm. Well they didn't Not clear it with Will Not to defend Yeah I mean I think the joke was like I mean G.I. Jane 
<laughs> so I've never heard of that it's movie. It's <laughs> like, come on. Oh, really? Well, I didn't really get the reference. I hadn't seen the movie. Neither. Before. I assumed I... it was a bald person in it, though. And it's like, oh, That's okay. all I knew. I could put two and two together. I'm like, exactly. clearly a bald person. Yeah, yeah Australians yeah. are really good at doing that, putting together American jokes from, like, watching The Simpsons and Family Guy and stuff oh, as a kid. life. Though. It's like... I don't understand the setup for most jokes, but I understand. I think that's how I learnt joke structure because you have to think more about joke structure if you have no fucking clue what president they're referring to. <laughs> but you have to like work out backwards why it's funny based on the punchline. But, but um, I think an American, if they watched an Australian and then were forced to do that, would just stand up and be like, I don't understand <laughs> exactly. this Australian <laughs> shit. Yeah, like, okay, this doesn't make sense to me. Why I'm not from your country. Why they're speaking so slowly. Oh, God. Man. Anyway, I've had some drama this week. I was at the gym the other day. Mm. Um, maybe speaking about weird aggression that is just seeping yes. into society. Here's the link. Because it's, it's gone to the dogs this world. <laughs> no, but I think everyone wants to be like, not imp- yeah, to make a stand about something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just to be like morally right, maybe. And I don't know why. Maybe it is because. Everyone is so visible in what they do and they consume now. So it's like, you know, people post black squares or they're like, this is the charity I'm donating to, blah, 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 on their social media. So now people are trying to do that maybe in everyday life. I don't know. But, okay, you've been to the gym before. I've been to the gym a few times before. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so I'm at the gym. I'm doing deadlifts, right? And I've got weight loaded up on Mm. the deadlift bar or whatever. And I'm doing them, whatever. I finish. And I start unloading the weight, but I don't know, like, how much weight I've taken off or whatever. And there is, like, some etiquette at the gym that you put the weights back. And I always put the weights back. Hang on, so you're, you've got a bar in between the weights. Yeah, and like then, a deadlift bar. Yeah, and then you're meant to take the weights off both sides of the bar so there's no so the bar's just by itself. Is that what you're meant to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I feel pretty like I've always seen those bars with, like, some weights on them. Dude, totally. Because people use them. People will want the the one the one. Yeah, if it's a pretty standard anyway, weight. I, yeah. Totally. Anyway, I did the other day, and then like, I thought I emptied it all off, but I I, I guess I didn't because I get home, and also this is an hour after I've been to the gym. I get a voicemail. This is the voicemail. I'm going to play it. All right. Are you ready? Oh my god. I'm going to play it into. The most psycho thing you've ever heard. Oh in your my life. god! People are crazy. That's crazy. That People the, are crazy. That is the most passive aggressive thing I've ever heard in my life. Instead of just being like, because I f- I think it's crazy to even call for some such a small infraction. One hundred percent, it's crazy wrong? to call. Insane to call. She's the manager of the gym, and she's calling everyone who leaves like a um, a little uh, weight on the on the thing. I feel like if you called, you could do it like. Oh, um, sorry, I know it's a bit weird I'm calling, but we're trying to enforce more strictly our um, etiquette that we have at the gym about not leaving the, the weights on. Um, yeah, if you could just think about that next time, uh, that'd be great. Uh, can't wait to have you back at the gym or something. That, that You'd still feel like, oh, that's weird. Why are they calling you'd me be like, like, specifically? 
but like to act like you're injured she's like are you okay do you have a disease oh which Tell makes me you do wrong what things hos- <laughs> what hospital are you at right now i'll come and visit you because your back must have seized up have you been diagnosed with a brain thing where etiquette doesn't make sense to your mind and you have to do the opposite of what's acceptable even though there are signs on the walls? Is that the new type of brain issue you have? I'm so sorry. I'm going to send a get well card because of your non-etiquette I should have just written back and said I... I am so unwell. I have depression. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm very anxious, actually, and paranoid. My random, anxiety is through the roof. Random people are calling me at random times for really, really small infractions. Um, but so this is an hour after I've left the gym. I get this phone call, by the way, and yeah. I only I missed it. Have you ever had then, interacted like, then, with this person? Never met her ever. Wow. Oh no! Like I've said hi. You've but said like, hi. I don't know her. Can I say something like that I've might be a bit controversial? Said, hey, how's it going? I yeah. reckon you've like. I mean, obviously you've pissed her off, but have you pissed her off before this? This this seems yeah, like something you do to a repeat offender. I'm sorry. To I say. have no idea. So, yeah, I mean, I've been a member there for so long and really? never had any problems whatsoever. <laughs> You're a long term member, maybe, but maybe, dude, maybe I have. Well, I. I don't know, but like, all this is what I think's happened. Mm. She's walked past, seen two plates still on this deadlift thing, yeah, and has she's enraged. Something's happened. I she's mean, probably sick of picking stuff up at yeah. the gym. I mean, she's that's furious, clear. and she's like, and she's like, it stops today. <laughs> yeah. And then she's gone on the CCTV footage to find out <laughs> who used it last. Yeah, watched me not unload it properly, and then she's like, looked up my details. And then being like, I'm going to let him fucking have it. But I don't think she would have just gone one. Because if she was enraged, it would have been like, enraged, raged, it would have been like, you dog fucking put the things back on. I spent all my time. But instead, I think she centered herself and was like, how do I? Oh, of course. How do yeah, I get the she's message? She's at work. She can't, she can't call people and be like, you dog fuck. You come into my place of work. You fucking, fucking, I'm going to kill you. You piece of shit, clean up. This is not your fucking gym. But I am a member also. It's like, what happened to the customer? (laughs) I literally pay her money every week. Totally. Which doesn't mean, I mean, look, I don't actually, I'm not familiar with the etiquette. But if that's the etiquette, it sounds like you should do it. So, like, I'm not a fan of the excuse. People use it with putting the trolleys back in the car park. I'm not a fan of the excuse of, oh, you know, there are people who sort that out. It's like, yeah, but you could make their lives easier and like it's your kind of job to put it back and then they take it from there up just because they can sort out the problem because then i think you're on a slippery slope to throwing trash on the ground at like a westfield food court and being like there's some this is crazy that the, there's you know? no slippery slope there is a I slippery mean, slope as, if, as soon as you start you justifying the behavior by back. the fact that there's someone employed to fix the problem then you may as well shit on the ground no, at the airport no. in the bathroom no I'm not saying she should pick it up. I should have put the plates back, but yeah, what I've left what is not an issue because you would use those plates anyway. So the next yeah. person coming along would have probably just used. a In simple fact, the guy did ask either. me. Okay, yes, now you've made up me, a guy. Like, you done? I'll use it after. <laughs> no, he did say that. Let's but then see I whether there was this the guy end. on Obviously, the CCTV. <laughs> yeah, well, get me in. I'm going to I'm going to call. But, uh, the, I'm going to call the Anatome Fitness and see if there was actually a guy. But it's the trolley analogy you used is so incorrect because if you didn't put a trolley back, mm. it, imagine if then the boss of Woolworth rang you being like, you must have broken arms because otherwise I can't think of a single reason why you wouldn't put <laughs> I a would actually back be pro that. I would like that. So this is, I'm this not tr- too familiar with, the, too familiar with the, the etiquette here because I don't go to the gym enough, but 
if someone, if the guy from Coles called me and was like, you should have put the cart back, I'd be like, fair cop, <laughs> I should have. He's got me. <laughs> Full respect. Because you but should. But you're not paying. Yeah, but you're not paying to use the car park. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay, It's like yeah. I am a member of that gym yes, and I do okay. get it, but I've also been doing the right thing there for so long. Yeah. A simple, hey, this is what we're trying to do. Yeah. Let's get better at I agree. I don't think it's, I don't think it's as bad as an infraction as not putting your car, your car back in a car park. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. I think she's... Well, anyway, it, now it's I have... crazy. Pa- people are so passive aggressive. And I think people get carried away with passive aggression because they trick themselves into thinking that the other person doesn't know what they're doing or something. They're like, oh, if I don't say <laughs> fuck you, then it's all fine. And they're like, oh, you must be sick. It's like, we know what you're doing. Like, this is... It's nuts. And it's like Well, like that's so... I had a few... I had a few choices of response. The first one was just to be like, to ring her up, not apologise for the the weight thing and just oh be God, like, hey, yeah. actually, I'm, I'm not sick in any way, but thanks for checking in. Really appreciate I'm it. I'm not sick um, to call her and, and then play give, her game. And give you... Oh, just, yeah, okay. Just, like, pretend that you think she's serious. Pretend that you're some sort of to do, psychopath to do the who hasn't picked up Dude. on the, the dripping passive-aggressive uh, tone <laughs> in the that sec- message. The second option... Second option was to be like, hey, actually, I'm at RPA right now. Thanks for checking in. I think we need to fill out an incident report. Yes. I fucked my back using your equipment and machines. Mm. Um, and I guess you didn't run me through how to use it properly. Um, and yes. you've actually acknowledged you saw me using your equipment at the time and you've got it documented in this message. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, we'll have to get the insurance involved that obviously... Man, I in after my, my own Your premiums... Threaten your legal Your premiums are going to go through the roof. <laughs> Sewer. Anyone crosses you, mate, you figure out a way to get her in court. You call Tom Cashman and bring the the cold hand of the law down. Oh, on you think format. you're annoying? I know the most annoying guy in the universe. <laughs> that's not a bad. I mean, that's um, the, the the way to make that fully work. I suppose would be to somehow link because it'd be good to imply that if she hadn't left such a rude voicemail, then the injury wouldn't have happened. Well, no, you, I would have been like, I didn't realise there was a link between my injury and doing the deadlifts, but now you've pointed it out. Yes. That oh, that's great. Sense. And actually having yeah, that yeah, yeah. on record would be fantastic for my yeah. case. Yeah. And that <laughs> yeah. you saw me you saw me in there and didn't rush to my aid to mm. check if I was okay. And now I know that you saw me. Oh, that's perfect. And there is a duty of care. I know you have first aid certificate. <laughs> and at one point did you ask me, I had to hobble exactly. down, down to RPA to get into the hospital. And it's good that you acknowledge that you noticing that I hadn't taken the weights off is an indicator that an injury must have taken place. And you yeah, only took exactly. A, and you exactly, took a, yeah. you took up to an hour to call me. You should have called me within the minute. An hour, yes, exactly. You waited for me. I could be dead within the hour. <laughs> my back could have seized. They could have amputated my legs within that time. Okay, that's pretty um, good. And the third option, this is what I went with. I put it on social media, Ooh. and um, which I don't know if was the smartest option for my long term future at that gym. Yeah. Someone has tagged Anytime Fitness. Oh, interesting. In the comments. So I do think they've seen it. Right. And no response. Like, you're not tempted to call and, like, combine that option with one of the others or just, like. No, that would be crazy. I feel like I would would love to. I would call and ask and just be like, what's happening? (laughs) Why? Why? (laughs) Why are you calling people like this? Like, are you okay? Like. Just spin it on her. Are you sick? 
<laughs> What's going on? This Dude, that's crazy. funny if I'm like, I'm just, I, I just use her script back at her. I'm just like, yeah. hey, just checking in to see if you're okay, like medically yeah. or injured, because there's, I can't think of another reason why you would call someone like <laughs> yeah, yeah, if yeah. you weren't yeah. suffering some kind of crazy <laughs> mental episode in your life at the moment. Exactly. Something must be going on. Are your pets all right? Do you think there's a breach of trust? Like, are you allowed to put voicemails online? I think you'll be fine, but I feel like you owe it to your social media following and to me to interact again with this woman and, and, and clear up, like, what happened. Like, I feel like you need yeah. to clear the air. She clearly <laughs> doesn't like her. I'm She's sorry. clearly not happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think she would like me now because I then haven't responded. I've, I haven't responded in any way to it. I just put it on social media. Yeah, but I don't away. think you owe her a response. Like, she it was not... This was not a good faith reach out about your health. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like she's like, I've been waiting up for you every night. I can't get to sleep because I'm so worried. Like, she doesn't actually care. She's well, you to... think, yes, she would follow up with it if she, because I haven't heard, like, I haven't responded. This is like four days ago now. Yeah. That was the only time she's reached out. If she yeah. was worried, she would have reached out even further. <laughs> if she was worried about you. Or she would assume I'm dead. She would have contacted my next of kin. Is he still with us? Is he still kicking? Imagine, yeah, you get a, another call. Just the most warm voice of just like, Sam, I... Hello, baby. I assume that... <laughs> How you, are you? You Because you haven't responded that you must be so sick that you can't even reach for your phone. And I hope that the doctors at the very least will, you know, get your phone out and look through your voicemails and, and play them to you as a as a way to get you through this tough time. And, and I just... I love you. <laughs> I've been looking at you. You come into the gym. I think you're so... Strong and well, that would be a huge 40, 40 kilograms. If she, did you if say? she was negging me, 40 kilograms. No, it's deadlifting more. That's what a lot of people because I played a lot of people commented and and picked up the wrong part. They thought I was playing a voicemail to like brag that I could deadlift 40 kilos. Yeah, is that I impressive? Had from the lady, no, I mean, no, 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 that's just like probably the base level. But right. anyway, that's not. But a lot of people are like forty kilos, nice one. I'm like, you're missing the point of yeah, the crazy woman. That's the trouble that's when leaving they, me a voice. That's why to you've got to make weight. sure there aren't brags in any story. When I tell a story, I'm very meticulously thinking it ahead to make sure there's no brags accurate. in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, like to get rid of things that could be, because people get distracted by brags. Like, oh, was that a brag? At least in Australian culture, totally. So but you should, I have, you should have bleeped it. it. it highlights beep kilos. Bleep the, the way. <laughs> Hello, this is beep. I should have bleeped it, and then I would have put in two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Series voice over the top. Can you believe this woman <laughs> calling me the nerve <laughs> to say you lifted two hundred kilos? Wouldn't have seen anything like it. The, you own the gym now. The gym's yours. <laughs> um, I think it's touched a nerve with people. Mm. Just people have a lot of people have messaged me about it because I think it highlights a fear that we all have. Yeah. And the insecurity we all have about going to the gym that someone's watching you. Totally. And then a lot of people, like, you know, like, I guess, say no one's watching you. You do your own thing. Everyone's in their own little world. And to some extent, I believed that and hmm. thought that was true. Yeah. But now I know that is in no way the tru truth. Mm. And this, they're watching you at all times and judging you. And if they can call you about putting – who's to stop them calling you to be like, hey, I noticed the form you were using. Yeah. Press That's next. Was, Really bad and embarrassing, and yeah, you must be so ill. <laughs> it always comes back. Please to let the, me know some sort of medical issue. Who's your GP? I would love to talk to because you're the way you do shoulder press is 
the worst I've ever seen. I the way you swing a kettlebell, <laughs> horrific. I Pathetic. think it's possible she's negging you. I feel like pretending someone's sick. You is think the she new, likes is me? the new neg? That's um, not bad. You yeah, know, some people like that. They like they like they their kink is like looking after people. Totally. Well, I have um, I have COVID nineteen. I have COVID nineteen. This is the other takeaway: is that is is it just me, or is everything happening now seems like like fake? Like it feels like hyper real or something. It's like more mm, extreme things. Dude, keep you know happening. what? It's like we're dude. It's like we're witnessing history. That's what it's actually like. Fuck off! No, it's like we're in a simulation. <laughs> it's like oh, I was thinking about dude. I was thinking about simulations a few days mm. ago. Like. I was waiting on McDonald's in the drive-thru and then just thinking about, like, when people are like, this world is simulation. And I really don't understand, when, but it's like scientists have, aren't they, like, pretty sure this is us, a version of a simulation? No, fuck off. I hate that. I don't know. I forget that what there's the like a million is. different possibilities and this is most likely. I feel like I've heard people say that this is most likely a simulation. Yes. And I forget their logic. I think maybe their logic is that if in this world we get the technology to do a simulation, then what are the chances that our world is the first world to do that? Because if that's possible, right. then what's the chance that we're not a fucking someone else's simulation? But yeah, but that's just, I don't yeah, love that logic like... because it's like you're zooming out. And making up hypothetical other people, it's like, yeah, we could be the first because we're we're only us. Like you can't see. But I think, yeah, totally. I think we are the first of everything. I mean, it feels like aliens. That. It feels pretty. Dude, I think real we're at me. the cutting edge here. Yeah. And <laughs> and we're yeah, not to be like you, but we're witnessing history and everything we're doing right now is historical because no one else has ever done it. And before. the simulation to me would be more sleek it's like you know when you get into your car and you've got your headphones on you've got to take them out but then they get tangled with your keys and then you've like oh you've got to take like your wallet out totally. of your pocket because that is all squishing you and then you kind of accidentally get your headphones caught on the handbrake and then fuck and then you get yeah. frustrated and like fuck does that happen in the simulation like the simulation is sleek it's like choo, choo. make it awesome exactly it's make it sick it don't do this if this is a simulation mm. how shit must the, the real one be <laughs> exactly come on like don't give us weird little like toe hairs and stuff like there's all this stupid yeah. stuff the minutia is so dicks. real <laughs> big dicks that's what you know, praying perfect, is perfect buttholes praying is just, just like going to like the people who make this the programmer who does the simulation who might just be watching your bit being like please can i have a big penis please may i have a big penis and then every now and then Dude, but the programmer is watching and being like oh lol that guy wants it oh i'll give it to him yeah yeah and then people are like it's a miracle it grows it's yeah, a yeah, miracle yeah. praying but works. maybe in the real one they all had just the tiniest penises and then in mm. this one, we all have gigantic penises in comparison totally. to the original. And that's, and that's why like, the simulation needs to sh- make a simulation. Sh- yes. And maybe because I'm like, why would you make shit smell so bad in the simulation? Like, because yeah. that's in poo. Yeah. And it's like, maybe what they were, what was coming out of their ass was like <laughs> their ass. a million times worse. <laughs> but then that makes it, for shit, I think evolutionarily it's good that shit smells bad because it's, that's so you don't eat it, isn't it? 
Yeah, so totally. So you don't eat it. But like, mm. I mean, we're not eating it how it smells now, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people are. <laughs> no, you could fucking actually. So you think. I agree. You could wind it back now. Like we get it. Like for, for caveman times, we probably needed a reminder. But now. Totally. But yeah. now it's like, you don't have to. We just won't do it. Just we, we know what's we in promise. it. We'll pop it. <laughs> we promise. We promise. This is you just make praying smell. on your bed. I promise I won't eat my own shit if you just make it all... It smells like air freshener. Just make it a little bit... No, not air freshener. You know, that's that's aiming too high, but just less shitty. Just like half as much That's all I want it. But dude, think about how bad it would have been in the simulation. Your girlfriend comes in like, what are you praying for? Oh, you know, our love (laughs) to be beautiful forever. This goddamn war in the Ukraine. (laughs) And also... She closes the door. I wish my shit didn't smell so bad. Just please, I promise I won't eat it. I promise to God, please. I, I just wish I could go to the toilet in a one-bedroom apartment and not feel humiliated and ashamed. <laughs> Podcast has changed my life. That it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in, 